And time now for our regular check-in with our health and wellness expert. You can find her on Instagram at GoWithYourGut. Here is Laura DeSanctis. She joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Hey there. Okay, it's uh, Mental Health Week. We got a big announcement from the province earlier this week. There's a huge infusion of cash when it comes to mental health, and they're going to establish uh, ways to uh, virtually check uh, your mental health. We're going to talk about your mental health and your eating or your dietary habits because those two, uh, they actually can be and are related, Laura. Yeah, uh, the two go hand in hand. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but I know about me in times of stress. I certainly crave, I don't necessarily say bad foods, but um, definitely like sugary foods. And I'm having more and more people reach out to me on social media saying, is this normal? Uh, Am I craving, I'm craving pizza or chips or chocolate or something that's really high in sugar or processed food. And this is a normal thing. So our mental health and stress eating, the two are linked because what happens is when we are in a state of stress, we increase cortisol and increased uh, cortisol increases our blood glucose levels. So what happens is we end up having a crash and that's where we're going to crave, like, I don't know what your food that you go to is, but mine for sure would be chocolate. So we'll crave something sugary or something that's rich in carbs, like chips or crackers or cookies. I mean, what do you crave, Jeff? I was going to say, you're the sweet and I'm the savory. I'm always with the chips. Anything salty, please and thank you when I'm feeling that way. So I think this is completely normal. I think we're going to be seeing, um, I mean, more and more people feeling, and especially when they're um, consumed with the news and social media, this is going to naturally increase our cortisol levels. So we really need to focus on reducing or balancing our cortisol to healthy levels and to be mindful about what we're eating. I know it can be hard, especially when um, there's so many things that are happening around us and when all these changes that are happening. But we do, a lot of us either tend to eat or under eat in times of stress. And that definitely, what we eat affects our state of our mental health. So I always try to caution people um, to be mindful about what you eat and how often you're eating. But then again, and, um, stress eating is normal. It's uh, a psychological feeling, and I think a lot of people forget that. Okay, so when we talk stress eating, is there a difference between eating under stress and comfort food? We always hear that term, right? And the, this food is so comforting, uh, particularly in the winter months, we, we usually hear that. But is there such a thing as comfort food, or is it all just sort of stress eating? No, I think, well, it's, for me, comfort food falls under the category of stress eating. Um, so comfort foods, again, you're right. It is usually we hear that term a lot with the colder, the fall and the winter seasons. We're thinking of things that are like more heavy or meaty, like let's say mashed potatoes and gravy. That can be a comfort food. But I consider it part of um, just overall stress eating. That's what I consider it as. All right. So is it important that maybe we have a conversation with ourselves and say, why am I craving this? Why am I eating this? Uh, how am I feeling? feeling right now? Am I feeling uh, anxious? Am I feeling uh, anxiety ridden? Yeah, 100%. I think we really need to ask ourselves, are we hungry or are we bored? I think a lot of the time people eat now out of boredom because we're at home, we're at home more. And then also, do we have processed foods or foods high in sugar and high in fat in our kitchen? So let's take those foods out of sight so we don't feel like we need to deal with stress by constantly eating those foods. Um, So I think a big thing, too, is really asking ourselves, like, why are we even gravitating toward these foods? And then are we hungry um, or are we actually bored or why do we keep gravitating towards these foods? But I think those are three questions we need to ask ourselves. Okay, and if we are gravitating towards those foods, do we need to maybe just try to find a healthy alternative? For example, if you want, like me, something salty and you reach for a bag of chips, what should I be eating instead if I do indeed get some comfort from that? 
Um, I think that's a great question. I think if you can, if you can find an alternative, like let's say maybe um, having something with a Himalaya salt or having like a popcorn instead of chips that are organic popcorn or something that you can even make kale chips and sprinkle on some salt. I know that's not the exact same thing as chips, but it may satisfy some of the salt cravings. And then I think too is if you are feeling hungry and you feel like you're in this cycle where your blood sugar uh, crashes and then rises again because of increased cortisol, try balancing it out with making a smoothie. Uh, There's tons of smoothie recipes online. Those are always great too. And I think a lot of the time people forget is that just go back to the basics. Um, Eat meals that are well balanced, that have high protein. Um, And a lot of people don't know this, but in high-protein foods like salmon, turkey, chicken, and fish, there's something called tryptophan. And tryptophan uh, releases something called serotonin, which makes us feel good and also helps us calm us down. So I would have high-protein foods and then as well as green leafy veggies. So making sure that we have those, at least in two of our meals of the day, will also help satisfy our cravings. Can I be honest with you? I mean, we live in 2020 and technology is incredible in this day and age, but nobody has perfected the kale chip yet. It just is not the same. I'm not going to lie. I haven't either. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> uh, by the way, I should ask you your favorite chocolate. I'm sure that's a lot of people's uh, go-to and favorite when they feel anxious or stressed. Uh, what is a good alternative to chocolate? A great alternative to chocolate is raw cacao. And I know when we spoke about this. All right. Kind of like I was saying, raw cow, um, but raw cow in its natural form, it won't spike your blood sugar uh, like processed standard uh, chocolate would. So raw cow, if you're really having those cravings, and or add some magnesium at night because that will also help relax you. It's a natural relaxer, but also will help combat sugar cravings. That still sounds like raw cow to me. You're with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. We also want to talk about sitting this week, Laura, because as physical and social distancing and isolation continues, we're all spending more time than ever sitting, sitting around the house. And we all know that staying active is important during this time, but it's often overlooked. So sitting and sitting for long and prolonged periods of time, uh, how does that affect our gut health? Mm -hmm, Great question. Um, These are all full of great questions this week, Jeff. Wow. Um, So I would say for sure a lot of us, even for me, I've been finding that my posture is really affecting my digestion, sitting down for long periods of time. So bad posture and sitting down for long, long periods of time really impacts our digestive digestive system. And when we think about what our digestive system is like, really it's a tube. And it's a tube that's a soft tube and it's about maybe 32 feet in length. And we're sitting down, like just think about it, even when you're sitting down at work or at home, even for our listeners, uh, usually even in the car, what happens to your digestive system? It's that it's, it's almost compact, right? It actually is compact. Um, so we don't really have a lot of internal support. Uh, so a lot of the time, our digestive system gets shaped by uh, the way our shape of our body is. So if you're constantly hunched over, our digestive tube is crunched. So that's something I, I want a lot of people to think about and even just getting up uh, every so, I would say at least 10 minutes every hour if you can, that will really help. But not only that, um, from a digestive perspective, Jeff, I'm not sure if you even knew this. I didn't know this till I did some research on it, but it really can compromise um, our muscular t- contraction and our blood flow, not just in our digestive system, but in our mouth. Wow. So, no, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I, when I was doing some research on this, I'm like, wow, that, that's really crazy. So uh, a lot of the time, a sedentary lifestyle can lead to constipation 
and it leads to a whole other host of complications. So I think when we think about good sitting posture, if we are sitting all day at work when we're working from home, uh, one thing to keep in mind is to make sure that our pelvis is higher than our knees and that we're sitting slightly forward. So right now I'm getting a lot of people asking me questions because they are at home, uh, because they're feeling more constipated, because they are excessively sitting. So how do we compact compact that is really to get up uh, every so often, so at least every 10 minutes on the hour, and then um, making sure that how our posture is, how we're sitting, and how we're making sure that we unclench our jaw and let our shoulders are back, because that also makes uh, a dramatic effect on our digestion, especially um, the way we chew and the way we, we sit and the, the way our body is positioned. And just the way you described our intestinal tract or our intestines a second ago, 32 feet, sorry? 32 feet, yeah, 32 feet. Is it kind of like, maybe this is a bad metaphor, but I'm thinking like a garden hose. I mean, uh, if you leave it out in the lawn and it all gets twisted around and that's your bad posture, but if you hang it up correctly and nice, the garden hose takes care of you. I'd hope so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and same thing when it comes to your uh, intestines and your digestive tracts. Sitting's so important. Laura, appreciate it as always. Thank you so much for the time and stay well. Thank you. You too. All right. There goes our health and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Again, find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut.